0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio.
1: Now, in a wild example of how expensive public transporters get a load of this, Auckland ratepayers have found out today they could be stung with an estimated $220 million every single year to run and maintain the city rail link when this thing opens in 2026 and another problem there are delay there's a potential for a delay there's only a 50 50 chance the project will actually be opened on deadline in november 2025 auckland business chamber ceo simon bridges is with me now hey simon
0: Hey, Heather, I just want to say um, at the start, I once got a fossil of the day, so there you go. What did you get um, it for? It, 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 I think it was a Doha climate uh, conference. Um, I, I think, as you say, they, they tend to love giving them to New Zealand ministers. It's kind of just a the thing they do. It's
1: like a running joke in their office, like try to find a reason to give it to oh, New Zealand. Do you remember which, which cop was it that you got it at?
0: Oh, I'm totally making this up. I want to say 14, but it was Doha. I went to Doha, I went to Paris you know means one in germany actually yeah, yeah. They, so they they make you both i know this is not our topic but they make you both very cynical but also ever so slightly sort of optimistic in as much as they are they are necessary
1: yeah well we'll see about that i mean we're doing cop 28 now we'll talk again at cop 56 yeah, and I see what's been achieved yeah 14 or
0: 16 yeah. or something yeah anyway, anyway. So-
1: it was eighteen, Simon, we've just been we've been yeah. googling it furiously while you've been talking, but you're in good company with James Shaw, so never mind, he's a double winner. Now, um let's talk about the city rail link, okay, two hundred and twenty million dollars a year, yeah. Simon, yeah. for a city the size of Auckland. Can we actually afford that?
0: Oh, look, you know, I've said it before and I'm not going to resolve from it. I like the project, right? I think it's going to be faster commuting. I think it's good for the city. Um, I, I still think it's sort of the right thing to do, but none of that's to make excuses for the fact we've got ridiculous cost blowouts, deadline delays, and as you say, operational costs that look awful. And, you know, it's created a huge amount of problems just by the cost blowouts, the fact that this has taken too long and there doesn't seem to be a particularly good of. End- site around any of that.
1: Do we do we expect I mean this was actually a central government idea, wasn't it? So should we actually be lumped with it as Auckland ratepayers or should central government be paying for some of this maintenance and running? Well I think
0: I think the history is is kind of in my version, but it is kind of this it's Len Brown you might remember and his council actually were very strongly in favour. They argued, and so did the opposition at the time, the Labour opposition, for this project year after year. And they kept coming to us, and uh, you know, I was Minister of the Transport at the time. In the end, we signed up. Remember, when we signed up, for we're talking, I don't know, what is it, 2014-15, it was $2.8 billion, right? Mm. Its cost is now double that. Um, it was meant to be built, I think. Look, i again, I'd have to check but very early 2020s. By now, it hasn't been, and obviously we're not even sure it will be at the end of 2025 there's plenty of reasons for this i think one of them is covid and the reality of that has meant we didn't get the skills we needed in rail and tunneling we had over a couple of hundred days of lockdown in 2020 and 2021 um, but those delays added a significant chunk of the cost but you know it, it still seems to be going on and i think i think the bigger picture here is, We need to have, I hate to say a conversation, but a conversation really. This is the most expensive, slowest project like the like in the world. Unless we say we're not gonna build any more big infrastructure projects and we do need a tunnel across the harbour, we probably will need some form of rapid transit at some point of time. How the hell can we do that quicker, cheaper, better?
1: Who do you reckon was the transport minister who signed us up to this?
0: You know who it was, it was me. (laughs) It was me. Do you have any regrets, Simon? And John Key, I don't regret the project, but I think the reality of it is, you know, probably better business cases, better processes, better private sector involvement. And as I say, look, I just think we've had now a period of years where the management of it, especially through COVID, hasn't been good enough. People will like the project. It will add a lot to it. Yeah, open, but geez, I mean that's I not it, to make excuses. It's gonna for the cost, cost your delay. family
1: it's gonna cost your family probably about five hundred bucks every single year to run a thing, whether you use it or not. That's a lot of money. Did you realise when you were signing up to it that it would cost the city that much to run?
0: Well, as I say, $2.8 billion was the the, the the build cost. Those certainly weren't the kind of yeah. cost they were talking about operationally at that time. I, I come back to it. I mean, there's a wider problem here. We, we, we can't, but the answer isn't to say, well, we'll never do big-heavy infrastructure. Actually, a city of our size and our topography and geography needs these kind of projects, but we shouldn't be doing them at $5.5 billion or whatever it's going to be, which is much more expensive than comparator countries.
1: Simon, I guess at the heart of this, Though, is that this is giving people an insight into how much public transport actually costs, right? We set up the buses, we set up the trains, we set up the CRL, and we never again think about how much it's costing every single family to run the thing, whether you use it or not. Is this sustainable?
0: Well, you know, I think what is true is certainly a very strong point, say, in relation to light rail was, you know, in the end at 1.5, 1.7 million people, if a city like Sydney finds like rail hard to do it, whatever that is, five-something million people, you've got to ask whether we've got the critical mass for some of those things. Of course, all, all heavy transport and big public transport isn't created equal, and there's sometimes much more cheaper office, uh, uh, opportunities. Is it is it um, trackless trams? effectively a kind of a, a a hybrid between a bus and tram which would be billions cheaper is it is it look you know we've seen in the newspaper recently is it gondolas I mean that kind of sounds like a Simpsons episode with yeah. the, the monorail or whatever but but you know I, I think actually there are other options I don't think the answer is just to say oh we will never do any of this again we kind of need to but we do need to take the costs and the how and the working with the private sector much more seriously.
1: Simon, good to talk to you. Really appreciate your time. That's Simon Bridges, the Auckland Business Chamber CEO.
0: For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.